Listen for a word from God for you from Luke 14. This is uh, the first verse, then I'm skipping to verse 7. On one occasion when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. In verse 7, when Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you're invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. When you're invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I went to T.L. Hannah High School in Anderson, South Carolina. Go Yellow Jackets. Yeah. So T.L. Hannah High School, the physics teacher, no kidding, his name was Mr. Fail. I do not lie. And apparently at the time in which my parents chose my name, it was a very popular time for the name David because there were five Davids in our class. And Mr. Fail, no kidding, Mr. Fail would go through and he would then call us out by name. And if you were named David, you waited because you would look through there and if you were, well, at this David, I didn't do every question, but I did enough so that I could say, well, I don't have the answer to number five, but I do have number seven. And so with bated breath, you would just sort of wait and he would say, oh, David Christopher or David Snyder was in there with me. We also went to T.L. Hannah High School. So, I, Mr. Fail also graded. Did you have Mr. Fail? Yes. Well, there you go. I was just trying to survive. I, I, I don't know where I was. I must have been. I must have been in the. I wasn't in the front, so I know that for sure. But anyway, Mr. Fail graded on a curve. And so you would get a number in the 40s to 60s, but then you didn't know how much the curve was gonna be. And so it would come folded and then you kinda hoping that slowly would help it out. You didn't wanna scare it, because then it would run and hide. So you'd look and one day I opened it up and it was 82 without the curve. I know, I was feeling pretty good about myself. And so, you know, I'm kind of sitting there because I'm waiting for somebody to call me curve killer. That was, you know, what you, can't really get called that a lot. But not, that wasn't, my, my goal, my purpose in life was not to raise the bar. Um, <laughs> and so I was feeling really good about it until I looked around and you see 86, 92. Oh. See, and then I realized some years later in reflection, that it really is how we think about how we compare. So a B is great if everybody's making Ds, but an A is no fun if everybody's got an A. Because that's how we think. In Nashville, outside of Nashville, we lived in a neighborhood and our house was brick on the front and siding on the side. And I thought it was a nice house until I walk up the hill and they're all brick. 
That's how they get up to be up on top of the hill, looking down on the rest of us. You can be in the United States and be richer than 99% of the rest of the world, but if you're neighbors, you know, it's how we grade. And then Jesus gives us this help. He says, when you go to a formal dinner and they place you, or you see your place, don't take the high place. Now, this is like Downton Abbey, if you've ever seen it. The head of the table is number one. Then you have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What's cool about Downton Abbey is that the table upstairs is then imitated downstairs, and the servants have the same hierarchy. It's you know where you are in the ranking uh, by where you come out in the polls. It's kind of like college football. Next year. So Jesus said, now this is his advice. He said, don't sit up high. Go and sit down low because if you sit up high, they're going to take you and say, no, you don't belong there. Come down here. But if you sit down low, they'll come and say, oh, this isn't appropriate for you. Come, let us go to the better place and then all will see you and you will be honored. Now my experience thus far, I'm still sitting at that low seat. Nobody comes and raises you up. He said, this is a parable. So this is one of those situations where Jesus tells you to do something, and if you just follow without thinking, you're going to keep running into the same wall over and over again, because honestly, nobody raises you up. The Georgia game last night versus Notre Dame. Sorry, Ken. The tickets were selling for... $600 or more. Now, I will tell you this. If you had seats on the 50-yard line and you said, no, no, I'm not going to sit there, but you chose that upper deck. They added 5,000 seats, so wherever those were, with the Notre Dame people. <laughs> if you went and sat there, nobody's coming. Nobody's going to come and say, no, no, you need to come to this table. You need to come to this seat on the 50-yard line. That's not right for you. That's for them. This is where you should be. Nobody's going to do that. Wherever you are in a college stadium, they will absorb that space like you didn't exist, and they will be glad that you're not there. That's how it works. So the real only liberation is when you realize it's just a game. The numbers are made up. The numbers aren't real, and nobody can put you in a place and put you in your place when God's already prepared a place. I go and prepare a place for you. The table, I've prepared a place for you. If God prepares a place for you, then who are you to let somebody else take that away? And if you know that, then you transcend the game. Jesus could sit anywhere he wanted, and it was the cool spot because it was Jesus. Jesus didn't need you to put him at number one. It only makes you look bad if you don't get it. And so you being who you are is definition enough. The labels will only break your heart. Because it turns into a hope that somebody will see the value in you when God already does. It puts into a hope that you can transcend whatever grades you made in Mr. Fail or Mr. Pass or whoever's class. Thank God I'm rhyming everything. It's that type of love that gives you a value that nobody can take away. 
Jesus said, this is a parable because he wants you to pay attention. And in this attention is liberation because you transcend the game. It doesn't define you. You've already been defined. So yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is just a dream. You can be in this present moment. And just do the best you got. And then you'll hear that voice, well done, good and faithful servant. What more you need? Let us pray. Lord, we have a hard time not playing the game. We have a hard time not seeing ourselves through others' eyes, or at least how we think they see us. We have a hard time accepting life, ourselves, others. God, give us the grace to accept our place and be part of your kingdom and your movement in the world. That's why we've come. That's why we've gathered. That's why we lift our voices. Praying as we were taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory.